welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your weeks? How are your hearts and how are your heads? I am only doing okay. I'll be brutally honest. I haven't had a great week. I just haven't really been feeling myself. I've been quite down and I have a tendency to dip, as you might imagine, with regards to my moods. So yeah, this week hasn't been a great one for me. Just a little bit overwhelmed by the fact that life as we know it is over. But there you go. The show must go on. Throughout the week, when I was feeling bad and when I was feeling low myself, it was incredibly motivating and inspiring to be reading all of your kind messages. Like, it makes such a difference. Everybody that's been, like, reviewing the show, even just listening to the show, I mean, I've said it before, these are difficult times for everybody, like, minding your mental health, but then also all of the external things that could be falling apart and maybe are falling apart in some of our lives. So, yeah, thank you so much for the continued support. It means the world to me. Once I can do live shows and once I can start doing more for you, I will be able to do that. Oh, sorry, I'll endeavour to do that. Now, thank you everyone as well this week, from the bottom of my heart, for subscribing to the Patreon. It is literally as a result of you that the show stays alive, that I stay alive. So thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed to the Patreon just yet, please please subscribe. Suggest it to a friend. I mean, it's not a significant amount of money, but the difference that it makes to my world and to the show is huge. So patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Also on Instagram at Megan Mark. Now, throughout the week, okay, when I was feeling a little bit, you know, I went on Instagram just to get that sort of dopamine injection, just to get the short term gratification and validation of a bit of heat on Instagram. I'm, I'm probably not the only person that does it. In fact, definitely not. The only person that does it. Has anybody else noticed? Of all things, from COVID-19, and it's affecting us all in different ways, for sure. But the absolute thirst on Instagram, and of some people on Instagram, throughout COVID-19. Some of the pictures that are doing the rounds are absolutely outrageous. I mean, okay, for those who are unfamiliar... Thirst is sort of internet slang which describes a graceless need for approval, affection or attention, but one so raw that it actually creeps people out. But I genuinely think now there must be some sort of drought going on in South Dublin because I haven't seen this level of thirst since the last time I watched an ad for Trocra. Absolutely outrageous. More milkers doing the rounds than an Avonmore company picnic. What the hell is going on here? Have you seen some of these photos? People are essentially posting up pictures of them nude, like naked, worse than nude, more perverted than pornography. Some dental floss. I've literally seen bikinis that have less fabric than dental floss on Instagram this week. I just don't understand it. Because who is this for? And also, like, do your aunties not follow you on Instagram? Do your aunties not follow you? Can you can you imagine them sitting at the breakfast table, scrolling through her time her timeline? Oh, Peter, do you see Deirdre's uh, Deirdre's daughter Eva put up a photo over there? Oh yeah, that's nice. Taken in two thousand fourteen, captioned "Throwback to Better Times." Ah, look, there's her vagina. Yeah, her vagina is literally out. Thank you.
also, I just want to, a little caveat here. In terms of like talking about thirsty photos on Instagram and me complaining about it, uh, very much keep them coming. Keep them coming like, you know, don't, don't stop. No, no, no. No, no, no. I would like to ridicule, but equally still want to watch. I suppose the thing that I don't understand, okay, the thing that I'm trying to get my head around is, what is the purpose of uploading these pictures in the first place? I mean, what is it going to lead to? Are you looking to actually copulate? Are you looking to meet up with somebody for intercourse? Because if that's the case, by the way, outrageous. Have you ever had sex with an Irish person? Have you ever had sex with an Irish person? No, thank you. Irish people aren't designed to have sex. I genuinely believe that. Well, certainly not recreationally. Okay, we're not dolphins. Irish people are not designed to have sex. One of the least comfortable minutes in any person's life is sleeping with an Irish person. Lights off, eyes shut, mouths open, aggressively kissing each other like you're starved of the other person's breath. But yet you could never actually communicate verbally that you're into the person. It's absolutely, I just, I feel like we've got too much sort of dormant Catholic guilt instilled in us that we just aren't able to embrace sexuality and lean into it, you know? I mean, according to Google, the fastest moving land animal, by the way, is a cheetah, which can go like 111 kilometers per hour. Incorrect. The, quite clearly, the fastest moving land animal is a crouching nude Irish person moving from the bed to try and grab a garment to cover up their genitals. Have you ever noticed that? How quickly we all, as Irish people, seem to need to put our clothes on after sex. It's absolutely insane. It's deranged. Because at this point, by the way, the, the jig is up. The jig is up, my friend. You've been found out. They've seen everything, you know? Yet, so why are you so compelled to cover up the little titty todger afterwards? Like, if you've ever been fortunate enough to sleep with, like, a European person or someone from another part of the world, you know, they get up in the morning, they'd be strolling around, reading the papers, mowing the lawn, bollock naked, not a bother on them. Because, of course, they're emotionally mature enough to realise, well, he's seen everything. <laughs> Not in a weird way, but you know what I mean. He's seen everything, so at this point, it's 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 futile. There's no need to cover up. So yeah, and also just I'm not comfortable with nudity in general. Like I just it's just not for me. Sex I think requires smoke and mirrors. Not in a Patrick Bateman way, but we need smoke and mirrors to maintain the mystery. Sort of like the ghost trains you'd go on in Thunderland. I mean, they're totally unimpressive. And unsurprising, but at least if we just close our eyes, there could be a moment of brilliance in the middle of us. But such is not the case when fornicating with Irish people. By the way, I am more than aware that the majority of you listening to this now are probably capable of having interesting sex. And this is just working as a vehicle for me to vent my inadequacy. Nevertheless, Irish people shouldn't be pumping. Much like finances and speaking coherent French, as I get older, I realise more and more that I haven't got a singular clue what I'm doing. Yet for some reason, whenever I meet up with my friends, the conversations go the complete opposite way. All the lads from school. Jesus, I do a year in jail for what I do to her. Good God. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you would do a, you do at least a year in jail. And rightly so. This is why we have the judicial system. In order to prevent weird, sinister freaks like you harming other people, you should be in jail. You should be in jail. 
oh yeah, fucking went back with her. You're one there the other night, like threw her around the room. You threw her around the room, did you? What were you doing parkour in the bedroom, like? What do you mean you threw her around the room? We're all very average, like. Why can't we just accept that? Another thing that I really hate, that I've never been able to warm up to or lean into, and I don't know about you, but it's another thing that I feel is unique to Irish people. The inability to do sex talk. No, not interested. No, no thank you. I find it insincere. Like, I find it totally insincere. Particularly, by the way, if it's with a person you've met in a bar who couldn't string three interesting sentences together for the whole evening, but as a result of your loneliness, you both get home, then all of a sudden, she's bloody David Attenborough. Like, narrating the activity. Do you know what I mean? That's what I don't understand about um, about sex talk. Why would you want that? You're literally narrating my imperfections. Is this supposed to be motivating? Do you think this is helping Like, this is making it worse. Irish people aren't designed for small talk. Sex talk with an Irish person sounds like an elderly gentleman willing on a horse at Cheltenham. Get up there now. On you go now. Yep, jump. Jump, you fucker. Yep. Oh, yeah. Keep going now. Almost there now. Almost there. Keep up. Making a move. Get up there now. There we are now. That's it now. That's it. Oh, yes. Worth every penny. Do you know what I mean? It's not for us. But then you've got the Europeans. Cool as bloody cucumbers. Oi, papi. What? And now don't get me wrong. It is very sexy, but... Oi, papi. Papi? Now, I'm not exactly, you know, Mavis Beacon or Loretta Stone, but according to Google, papi means dad. Well, how, are, how are they getting away with that? Oi, dad. See, papi. Seek therapy. You're, further, you're referring to your father, Diego. I mean, Diego. This is loco. Absolutely no, no. Why do we buy into that as sexy? Oh, yeah, I went, went out with this Venezuelan girl the other night. Like, great, how was it? Well, she's a dancer, so you know what that means. No, I don't know what that... I know several Irish dancers, and I can guarantee you that the sex will be incredibly conservative. It's Jocko 3, a mock with me, like... Absolutely outrageous. Roaring, roaring your dads. Imagine having sex with somebody and then in the middle of it, just rip roaring. Oh, Cormac! Absolutely ludicrous. I find really bizarre like incredibly strange is the idea of strip clubs no thank you no 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 I mean I'm not even going to get into the moral complexities of the whole thing because there are obviously a bunch of different schools of thought on it personally not for me primarily above all the whole the bigger issues I play but primarily I just find the whole idea way too awkward. I have been to one strip club in my life and I was removed for laughing because I couldn't take it seriously. My friend convinced me to go because he was like, I can't believe you've never been to a strip club. You have to go. And he's a much more successful person than I am. He actually works in the arts, but doesn't require a Patreon account in order to survive. So he bought me like a private dance 
This was the most awkward couple of minutes in my entire life. It was horrendous. The only thing that I can equate it to in terms of awkwardness was, do you remember when you were a kid trying on shoes in a shoe shop because your mum noticed you needed new shoes? And that moment when she gets you to go for a run up and down the shop, the store, just to test them out. Mum, please don't do this. Please don't make me sprint down the catwalk of embarrassment that is the shop floor. Mum, please don't make me do this. I would sooner walk across the giant's causeway barefoot before running across this shop in a pair of Sika runners that don't even have the flashing lights on them. The giant's causeway. Don't get me started on the giant's causeway. But anyway, back to the strip club. I just can't take it seriously. It's not fun for me or them because as soon as there's a transactional element in the whole dynamic, it just becomes not sexual to me. And I know you'll have all your armchair morons being like, well, you could argue that actually, you know, like the real Jordan Peterson perverts, they'll be like, well, you're actually just deluded, man, because really everything is a transaction. And if you go out for dinner with somebody, that's just a transaction. Yeah. All right, mate. Enjoy your virginity. But like anything in a strip club, trying to keep up the charade that there is anything else at play other than I'm paying to see your breasts. I just, I just, I just can't do it. It's just like, it, it makes me cringe. How could you possibly enjoy paying for something that you automatically know the other individual is not interested in? Like, and then, and then you get into, because you have to actually, like, in the place that I went was out in LA. And it was like, oh, which, which person would you like? So you had to, like, choose the dancer, which is just like, uh, like, it actually makes me gag how embarrassing it is. And then it's like, oh, well, you, we've got, like, all the various fantasies. Well, like, what's your fantasy? Um, like my fantasy? Yeah, like what's your sexual fantasy? Well, I mean, I suppose if I had a bigger dick. But like you're not going to get somebody coming out dressed up as that, are you? No. Well, that's not what I meant. I meant more like, would you like someone to come up and come out dressed as a nurse? No. Why would I want a stripper to come out dressed as a nurse? Why would I want you to dress up as somebody who probably gets paid less than you and wears a worse uniform? How is that a fantasy? Like, if the idea of dressing up, like, in sex fantasies is to achieve something that normal life can't provide, maybe dress up as, like, an estate agent with morals, or a recruiter that isn't soulless and doesn't wear too much aftershave, or a comedian who isn't depressed. You know, there are a bunch of different things that I fantasise about, not in a sexual way. I just don't understand the whole fantasy thing. And by the way, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Whatever you do sexually is A, none of my business, but B, as long as you're not harming like yourself and more importantly, other people do what you want. Okay. But I personally just don't understand a lot of these fantasies. Okay. Sorry. Excuse me. Can we address the schoolgirl fantasy? How is that still a thing? How is that accepted? Oh yeah, ah, you know me, I just love that schoolgirl fancy. Mmm, do you? That's quite concerning. I remember, uh, I remember a few years ago. Actually, do any of you guys remember this? I remember I used to do like a bunch of prank calls. Uh, I, it was just this thing that I did, but I was I loved. I might start doing more. 
Actually, no, do you know what I'll do? Everybody who's on the Patreon, okay, I'll start uploading this week some of the old prank calls I used to do. So fun. I mean, totally juvenile, and you're wasting people's time. But at the end of the day, sometimes you're providing people with a little bit of lightness if they're doing something mundane that they don't enjoy. But I remember one time, I uh, actually, like, this is the only time that I got into, like, like, almost quite serious trouble. Because, like... I was developing this idea that, like, I thought the whole schoolgirl fantasy was just totally outrageous. And I rang up uh, Leisureplex in Stillorgan, okay? And I just put on, like, this sort of perversity, heavy-breathing type voice and was like, you know, uh, how, are you, how are you getting on there? She's like, yeah, hi, how's it going? And I was just like, um, oh, yeah, how are you? yeah, not so bad, no, not so bad, not so bad. But uh, just wondering there now, you know the zoo? You know the zoo, it's like the play area that they have in um, Leisureplex? And I was like, yeah, not so bad now. Just ringing up to uh, check out, I believe there's an age limit with the zoo, is there? And she was like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, I was like, well, there's an age limit with the children. Like, you know, you have to be, Is it? Is, I heard the cut off, is it six? Six years of age now? Or like, uh, or like, is it nine years of age? Or, or just what exactly? Just trying to plan my day. She's like, oh, like, yeah, I mean, there is, there is like an age limit, but we sort of like, sort of depends like on the size of the child, you know, like within reason and everything's out, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it just depends like. Right, Joe, could you just give me a direct answer with regards to what age, you know, the maximum age the child can be to, to be in there, you know, running around, enjoying himself. She's like, um, okay, well, like, what, what age, are, what age is your kids? What age are your kids? Kids? I don't have any kids. <laughs> she was like what and I was like oh no I don't have any kids she's like so why were you asking and then I like started dawning on her right so I just like burst out laughing and I hung up the phone and then like seven minutes later I had like 15 missed calls from Cabin TV Garda station they got me the fuckers but yeah outrageous the schoolgirl fantasy no thank you and also by the way if some of these Japanese schoolgirls even focus half as much of their time on doing a bit of study rather than making pornography the world could be a different bloody place Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Rose. Uh, apologies that today's episode is a little bit shorter. As I told you, though, I've just had a bit of a rough week. So we'll be back to normal next week, hopefully. Uh, thank you to everybody for your kind messages. If you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, please consider it. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. And also, if you have any other ideas about different things that I could do throughout this period because I I sort of want to look at obviously I'm not going to be doing live shows I'm really trying to figure out how I can uh, take things to the next level whilst still living and abiding by these uh, restrictive rules so if you have any thoughts uh, you know where to go Instagram at Megan Mark and uh, yeah keep on keeping on etc look after yourself and those around you Uh, all the best and thank you so much take care